Hi, everyone. Welcome back for... Ooh, this is episode three. Uh, wow. And it's like... Mm, my it gosh. didn't take months to release? Look what? at us. Look at us. Wowzers. So we hope you've been having a great holiday season so far. We are about to head into Christmas. That's bonkers. It is Blowing like my mind. this week. Yeah. Did you get all your Christmas shopping done? Uh, uh, yes, I did. Oh, I did. Uh, Yay. Yes. Julia, I got all the Christmas shopping done. Isn't it crazy I that December 25th comes the same day every year, yet I'm always so fucking never, last minute yep. in rushing yep, 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 <laughs> to get gifts. Me. But I have to say, I like buying gifts just because gifts and just surprising people with things. Like, I actually really love the invention of Venmo now because I'll just send friends money and say, go buy yourself a cup of coffee. You've been working hard. You never do that to me. No, you don't deserve it yet. Um, Actually, our our very own Enneagram specialist, Leah Wise, was the one who gave me that idea because she sent me $5 to go buy a cup of coffee, and it was the sweetest thing. Um, So, yeah, no, I've been doing that. I just sent my dad (laughs) some money. I was like, go... uh, Go uh, treat yourself to happy hour. Treat Go get yourself a uh, Actually, of someone of did. My friend Ben did that to me once. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about some like really bomb-ass pizza. And then he gave me 20 bucks to go get that bomb ass pizza. <laughs> did you get that bomb ass pizza? I did. You got that bomb ass pizza. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I like doing just because gifts rather than having to feel forced to buy gifts and give people a gift on a day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hate being forced into doing anything. That's why I didn't like school. It, school's the worst. Yeah. It didn't do, it did a lot for me. I need school. School's great. Um, <laughs> anyway, you so, came to listen okay. to an interview, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's listen to an episode, not our silly voices. Anyway. Um, but yeah, we interviewed Molly Ruckman-Nagel. Um, she is the owner of Spruce Nail Shop down in Over the Rhine. It's this adorable, eco-friendly boutique, nail, nail shop boutique. They also do spa treatments, like facials and everything like that. And um, what really interested me about interviewing Molly was talking to her over getting my nails done because she's the shit. Uh, (laughs) She was telling me about her journey and how she had all these different careers and learned all these different things. And it's kind of cool right now because this feels like the thing that is the stickiest and it's growing. Um, And I don't know. It's just been really cool to talk to her. And uh, we're really excited to share this, this journey with her. Yeah, and for me guys, personally, I I never really get my nails done at a salon. Um, uh, but to learn, you know, how she figured out her whole business end, and you know, just sort of dove in, it was really inspirational for me to be in the room with Lisa and and Molly, um, <laughs> and to uh, get some really nice kernels of of encouragement and and motivation. Mm, so we hope that that uh, it has the same effect on you. So hey, Lisa. We've been talking about Christmas, and and now we've we've introduced Molly. Should we let them listen to the episode? Yeah, yeah. All this right. is all about being resourceful. So enjoy. Yes. Bye. Bye. Go listen. I just want to do something new every day and keep getting better at it. I just want to sing. I just want to paint. I just want to dance. I just want to have one unique idea. I just want to do work that matters. I just want to quit my day job. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to act and write. Win a Pulitzer. To fund other people's dreams. I just. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to live a full life. I already, I already got to go, We're so we're never going to like transition, so. <laughs> All right, so everyone, we have, uh, well, actually, Molly, say hello, introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> oh, my name is uh, Molly Reckman nagel And uh, Molly, what do you do? <laughs> so I'm the owner of Spruce Nail Shop um, in Over the Rhine. We started 
in about 2015, so we're almost about in our fourth year now. Wow. We're in our fourth year now, yeah. Awesome. So. Cool. So we're going to dive in more about Spruce and your journey to get there. But first, we're going to uh, just start you off with a little rapid-fire interview. Yeah, we do. Okay. This is a nice little icebreaker. Yeah. Um, it's really intense. You can fail. And if you fail, the interview ends immediately. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, that's good <laughs> to know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so just try to respond as fast, fast as, as possible. you can. Ooh, okay. There's no, no judgment. So three, <laughs> two, one, go! Favorite movie? God, um... I'm really terrible at this game. Um, <laughs> oh my god, um, there's so many that I like watch all the time. I guess my good. I don't even know. I've already failed. Pass. Uh, what did you dream about last night? Can you remember? Um, yeah, I've been having really because I'm pregnant. I've been having really weird baby dreams that I've like had the baby and then forgot or something really messed up like that. So those nice. are fun. Oh god. Uh, what was the last thing you ate? Um. I had a piece of chicken and like cauliflower rice, which makes me sound healthy, but I'm not at all right now. So <laughs> my one meal. Who's your childhood nemesis? Your childhood nemesis? Oh God. Fictional or real? <sighs> I don't know if I had you got one. With everyone. Yeah. All right. Uh, I know. <laughs> so Do you prefer boring. food or drink? A food all the time. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite pizza <laughs> topping? Um, it depends on the day, but I usually go like pepperoni or like all the veggies. Nice. Ice cream flavor. Your favorite ice cream flavor. Um, mint chocolate chip. Nice. And what do you yell at bad drivers? Um, sometimes I give them the thumbs down, which is like really unexpected (laughs) instead of like flicking somebody off. I think when they get the thumbs down, they're more caught off guard. Like why? It's like, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, you let me down. And I think that sticks with them a little bit longer. Thumbs up. Oh, except for the first one, which I totally bombed. Right. But, you know what? You approve. Yeah, it's all we can go on. All right, so Molly, to give you a little background about I Just Wanna, Patrick and I started this journey because we're both actors. Um, I'm also a marketing strategist entrepreneur, and we're both very in the thick of our adventure through life Mm -hmm. and finding our passion and following our dreams. And we wanted to start to hear more from people who were in the thick of it. Uh, A lot of podcasts usually are people who are multimillionaires and they think back on their journey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we, we understand you never fully arrive anywhere. Right. Right. But we, we want to talk to people who are, who are doing it and, and taking it the day at a time. And so we want to build a community um, to rally around that, that spirit and, and motivate and inspire each other. So, with that said, <laughs> uh, we thought you were a perfect person to interview. Um, so I am oh, I am a spruce nut. I love going to spruce and getting my nails did. I know your nails look really good <laughs> today, by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but uh, I, you know, I've had the pleasure of uh, getting my nails painted by Molly, who is an amazing artist, by the way. Check out, well, we'll tell you where to check her out yeah. at the end of the interview. <laughs> um, but... Uh, you know, I, we were talking through your journey and you've had a wealth of experience in a lot of different ways. So we thought you'd be a perfect person to interview for this, for this podcast. So with that said, I'm going to let you talk and we're going to stop talking so much. Well, I'm going to stop talking so much. Um, so let's start at the beginning. Uh, tell us a little bit about where, uh, your career journey started. So, um, I, originally studied so I went to um Indiana University for um college and I studied um visual arts education so I um had wanted to be an art teacher and I've always like had been very passionate about art 
and um you know for all all different facets and I always like painted my friends nails for fun growing up but um I knew I kind of wanted to be an art teacher and so um I went to school for that and then I taught um with Chicago Public Schools for four years and then um with Cincinnati Public Schools uh for another year so that's how it kind of started off yes um but yeah so then after that I decided I was like ready for a change um there's that kind of a typical like five-year itch they say that teachers get and I loved being an art teacher and I love working in inner city schools um and I felt like I was kind of getting the feeling in my last year I was kind of ready for a change I was always ever since I've been little I've always had businesses on the side I've like kept this little um container of all these business cards that I've made since I was in like elementary school <laughs> from like jewelry making to woodworking to you know babysitting to painting pets portraits like I've done every side job that I could possibly make <laughs> up and do yes. um and so I kind of felt that I was really wanting to like explore like entrepreneurship and starting my own business at that time and um so my sister-in-law was getting ready to open a restaurant um after my last year of teaching and asked if I wanted to come on board with her which I did and um she had the concept so it was a, a clean eating restaurant it was um you know very small it was really really a great concept and we opened that in over the Rhine and um I stayed with the business for about a year and I feel like I learned so much in that year's time on what to do what not to do I feel like I there are so many avenues where like and you can cut me off if I keep talking no, too much no. I feel like I can go on and on about this stuff but I feel like there's so many um ways that I failed in that way like you know whether just with managing people or you know think there's so many things I learned yeah um that I feel like that experience um helped me uh to make spruce what it is today so sure. I think having that helped so much um and Abby my sister-in-law is like such um an amazing person and was like so patient with me for the process so um I'm really thankful for her and so after about a year in I decided that I wanted to um, open Spruce. So I had been researching about two years before opening Spruce and um, just kind of like asking questions about the industry as much as I could. And I knew I wanted to have it have a focal point around art because that's kind of what I kept coming back to. And um, as much as I love like healthy eating, clean eating, like my passion was always art. And so I was really looking forward to getting back into that. And um, yeah, so when I started researching what it would take to open up a salon. I came across the an article in the New York Times called The Price of Nice Nails, which um, really kind of blew the lid off the typical $10 manicure and um, the corners that are often cut in salons and how, you know, employees are treated, the working conditions, the chemicals, the toxins, you know, the list kind of goes on and on about all this stuff that's kind of been happening and nobody really asked questions about it for so long. Yeah. And when that article came out, that that is what made me open spruce so like I just became dead set and like focused on like creating a different type of environment not only for the clients but more so for the staff mm -hmm. and so it became really about like creating the environment um that our staff deserves sure. which is really cool so 
I uh, have never had my nails done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So could you give me, uh, as someone who's ever been there, what is the environment like? Like what is, or at least the environment that you try to create. Can you paint the picture? So I think um, what's really different about Spruce, and usually the first thing people say when they come in, is that um, it doesn't smell like a nail salon when you come in. And that's because, you know, we're not using acrylics. Um, so there's no like acrylic dust going around. There's no like really heavy chemical smells. So you don't get that kind of like hit when you come in of like that typical nail salon. And then, um, our pedicures look way, our pedicure stations look very different. It's actually just like a relaxing, like chair that you'd see in like somebody's home. And we use like basins that, um, we don't do any um, jets or anything like that. So it's not those typical, like, big massage chairs and jet baths kind of thing. from, it's, like, 95. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different <laughs> yeah. look. Like, but I that's want... what I, like, that's kind of the image that I yeah, go yeah. to. Well, I, I think, think that's probably kind of... what, what most people think of yeah. um, as a nail salon. I think, you know, there's so many more, um, even since we've opened, have, like, started popping up around the United States. And I think people are really kind of looking at the experience in a different way, which is a good thing. Like, I don't see that as competition i see that as like everyone kind of adapting to mm-hmm. um you know a, a different environment and um yeah it's a, it's i think a lot better for the client and for the staff sure. so you're looking over the rhine can you talk about the logistics of going from that first business to spruce you know what were the challenges there like whether it was like monetary or finding people to back the idea as well yeah so um that's a really good question because I actually get asked that a lot, like how um, Spruce came to be. And uh, for me, it was really important um, that I didn't want to take on any investors, um, but I knew we needed a lot of money to start it. So I actually um, did what a lot of uh, entrepreneurs do in the beginning, which is I cashed out my 401k, I cashed mm. out my pension, I took out every dime I had wow. saved from teaching. And I um, had recently rehabbed a house with my dad and I sold that. And so took all that money and just put everything into Spruce. So there really was no like, well, if this doesn't work out, you know, what are you going to do? So it was like, I was all in. It was like all chips. Yeah. Yeah. From the very beginning. So I think doing things like that really lights a fire under you when you're like, this is, I'm literally putting everything on the table for this. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just. It's so amazing, especially, you know, women-owned business are becoming more and more, more and more prevalent. And the, the fact that you invested in yourself so hardcore and took that risk, it's such a big deal. And that's that's what we all need to be doing on a daily basis is just taking these risks. Yeah. And you really have to just jump off the diving board and know that you're going to land in some cool-ass water and just right. swim in it, you know. Um, the other thing that I love about spruce's business model is you also are very good about uplifting other women-owned businesses in the community Mm -hmm. so every friday they do an instagram takeover of women-owned businesses Mm. that are that are local right pretty much all local yeah they're all local and honestly i've been doing i started doing that almost probably a year ago maybe longer yeah for every single friday and we still have like a long list of women that i want to like feature and have on because they're are so many female entrepreneurs in Cincinnati who are yeah. all doing something different and even um, ones that are doing the same thing like um, how like supportive and collaborative um, the women in this city are has been like really really great to see yeah 
Yeah. And, um, you know, Spruce is always evolving. It's not just a place to get your nails done. It's become a community gathering, too. So you just had a market recently, didn't you? Yeah. That's like one of my favorite things that we kind of started doing last year was I try to do a summer market and a winter market. And what we do is we just kind of um, close Spruce a little bit early. We invite between like 10 and 14 different um vendors um usually most of the time it's ones that don't have their own brick and mortar um to have a place for them to be um where people can come and find their stuff instead of having to go online and things like that i think is really cool and and also it's such a great way for like um all these women to connect and um you know whoever they're put next to they you know you see them talking throughout the night and then they're doing an event together later and i think it's such it's such a great thing and i i was so appreciative of anyone that would help me or talk to me or give me the time of day when I was trying to do something that quite frankly, people are like, um, nail salon, like, what are you doing? Like, why? Like, and I think anybody that was like supportive and wanted to see me succeed, I like was so thankful for. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if, when we, when we were, uh, talking one time, you said that you had all these ideas. And mm-hmm. so one of them was the Spruce Mobile. So now you have this van. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Oh, cool. So talk a little bit about, you know, we all have these um, these ideas of where we see our life going. And then sometimes I think we stay in that comfort zone and think we've arrived. But you have not done that. You continue to push the envelope. And I think that's incredibly inspiring for a lot of people to see that it's not just one idea. It can expand into many yeah. Um, to help and support people. So talk a little bit about your ethos on that and what you think of leveling up, especially as far as Spruce goes. Yeah, so um, I've learned that with starting Spruce, um, one, there's so many, in the beauty industry especially, there is so much opportunity um, for us to grow and evolve and like to become better in this industry. And every time I learn something else about a different product, like it gives me a different idea of something else I want us to do, yeah. um, which is why we've grown into doing facials and waxing and sugaring and you know all of this stuff that has been um so great for spruce it's it's really kind of evolved on its own and um throughout doing this grant writing has honestly become like my best friend because (laughs) really i yeah we were able in the beginning we won a grant um through otr chamber called the business first grant and that was what helped us um to kind of add on in the back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then for Spruce Mobile, uh, we want an innovation grant, which is for a business that has been open a year or more that is doing something new in the city. And so that grant helped us to open the mobile. So I think so many times um, where like I've hit stopping blocks in like business with money, um, grant writing has really helped me because I've really tried not to take on the investors. So that's really helped. But I, I think... In general, I don't do very well when things are like, cons- you know, consistent. I, yeah. I love it, but I always want to be like, okay, what can we do? What can we mm-hmm. add to this? And I love hearing like what people um, want mm-hmm. and um, seeing how we can like make that happen has been really fun. Yeah. yeah, it seems like you're very strong at being malleable with all your skills. And that's, uh, you know, I, I wanted to ask, do you find or what have been the most important discoveries through your previous experiences uh, that have helped you with this current venture? Um, I think for me, 
not wearing my emotions on my sleeve has been like a huge, huge it's learning. Jeez, like, I need that tattooed on my forehead. I, yeah, I think that's a, like a, that was a huge, huge learning opportunity for me, um, my first go around. And that, you know, it's like no, everybody's busy. Everyone has their own um, stressors in life, and everyone has their own thing going on. And sometimes when you wear like that busyness and that stress on your sleeve, you're putting that onto other people. And then they become stressed and then they become uncomfortable and uneasy. And and I started to see that like happening with people around me. And I was like, <laughs> that's not like the environment I want to create. And I think really um, that was like probably one of my biggest like learning experiences yeah. from like going into Spruce was like, you know, there are stressful days and there are busy days, but like keeping that calm consistency has been like a huge like game changer. I think in the overall like, staff culture and environment in Spruce. It's it's really changed like throughout the whole staff, which has been really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there a slogan for Spruce? Yeah, so ours, um, our motto is actually good, clean, fun, <laughs> um, which we've had since the beginning. And I really, I really love it because it really is like so simple, but it's so like true to who we are. Uh-huh. And that, you know, and if you even like break it down into the categories, it's about like doing good for people. Um, the cleanliness is like our number one priority and then with the nail art like we also even though we talk about some serious things where it's like you know working conditions and um the health and safety like it's still a fun environment and that's what we want people to like come in and feel and and take away and so Mm -hmm. i think that motto has really um held strong for us since we started so it's been good so what sets going back to my ignorance of never being in a nail salon um (laughs) what sets the experience at spruce apart from a regular average nail salon experience like what what uh what are things that you do differently um so we don't do um we only work on the natural nail meaning we don't do any acrylics or enhancements of any kind okay um and we don't all of our basins they don't have um any jet baths or anything like that um, another thing is all of our polish is at least five free or more, meaning it's free of the five most um, harsh toxins that are in all other polishes, like formaldehyde, formaldehyde resin, DBP, camphor, and toluene. Um, all of our products are also vegan and cruelty-free. And then um, all of our retail products are all businesses that are all women-owned as well, cool. which I really like. Um, yeah, so those are just some of the things that set us apart. But yeah, I think it's... Um, and I think for us, like, um, the way we pay our staff is um, different than a lot of other salons. Um, all of our staff, they're employees, um, not independent contractors. Um, I think it's really important to um, to support the people that work with you. And, um, and the way we pay, I think, is very different than a lot of other salons. So I think um, it's something that people, is their career. And... Um, it's my career too, so it's it's something that we want to make sure that everyone um, we're setting people up to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking as a customer, um, the ambiance is just it's nice. It's warm. It's cozy. You can tell everyone is happy to be there, from the customers to the employees, nail mm-hmm. techs. Um, you can tell it's it's a joy for everyone involved. Yeah, um, and you just there's such pride there and and it's it definitely shows and i think that is like one of the things that i'm most proud of is seeing um how successful our staff is and has Mm -hmm. become and 
uh, so many of the women who have come to work at Spruce don't have experience in other salons. They went and got their license and then come and this is their first job in a salon. And a lot of them um, maybe didn't do nail art before and it's something they learn and work towards. And, um, you know, like Andrea, who is our nail tech manager, she hadn't done nail art before she came to Spruce and now she's probably like, the most requested um, person. She's so talented. This woman did Starry Night on yes. this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Crazy. She's yeah. so like talented. Like on a single nail or like No, on, all, on like... the whole scheme. You'll have to see. Oh. We uh, it's uh, It was actually our friend, yeah. Brianna. She did it on Brianna's. Oh, oh really? Like, yeah. It was part. so cool. Yeah. And I just like, I like beam like with pride when I see like, just like how amazing um, people, you know, just watching people grow and succeed. And like, it's been really cool to to watch. So it's been a great journey, but we all know that to get to that place, it hasn't been sunshine and daisies. Yeah. And so you said you've learned a lot along the way. Um, and I don't mean to have you delve back into hard times, but it really is helpful for people to connect and understand that there are rough patches along the way. So could you talk about some of your, um, I don't even like saying failures. It's just you know, trials and tribulations that you've gone to, the the mountain that you've climbed? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, I think um, as far as, like, Spruce goes, you know, we started with, like, a staff of, like, five people, and um, most of them are still there today. But, you know, definitely in the beginning there is a couple of employees that, you know, we um, don't have with us any longer and realize that, you know, it wasn't a good, the right fit for them and, um now we're at like 25 which is great but I think you know before I like started Spruce a lot of um the struggles like I had you know maybe go back to like the way I managed people and like mismanaged and Mm -hmm. you know either um sometimes it's like promising people more hours and not being able to like deliver on that or you know different things but I think just kind of getting ahead of myself and um over promising was like a big thing I learned before Spruce that I should never do until I have the hard facts. You know, it's yeah. it's really easy to talk like all this stuff you want to do to someone, but when it sounds like you're promising them something, um, that's where you like let people down. So I've really learned that lesson yeah. um, mm-hmm. about like how to work with people from there. Was it hard at one point when you said you hit this five-year itch with teaching? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel... I know I can speak for myself. I I have heard other people's stories and I see people struggling when they don't know what the next step is and they're trying and sometimes we settle yeah. into something that's not right because we think we're finding stability in that or we think, you know, this is what I should do now. It's time. Yeah. Um, did you have a, a rough patch where you were just like, God, I don't want to do this anymore, but what's the next step? And, and how am I going to find this? Did you ever have that moment or did it always Yeah, and I come? think I, I think you kind of always will have those moments because, I mean, I think my husband laughs sometimes in that I I still distinctly remember one day coming home being like, that's it, I'm too overwhelmed, I, I can't do this anymore, like, with Spruce. And I was like, it's too much, I just can't handle it, it's gotten too big. And I was like, we... I need to sell it. And then literally the next day I came back and I was like, so we're going to be launching a mobile. <laughs> it's going to be that. He's yeah. like, oh, he's, he said he's just learned to be like, to let it ride out because it's, it really is such a roller coaster of like, you know, we're doing great. We're bombing. We're doing awesome. Yeah. Can we do this? And it just kind of always goes back and forth. But I think I've, through uh, the years, learn to adapt with the ebbs and flows rather than, like, the crash and burn of it. Like, yeah. go into, like, 
you know, your head a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Can you, are there any stories of, of customers you've worked on or even like your employees having a really great experience with a customer? Someone that's, I don't know, just like a very affirming experience with, having made this nail salon OTR? Like, I don't know. Is it Yeah, anybody... honestly, I feel like we have those like every day at Spruce, which is one of my favorite things. We, yeah. we use um, Slack um, as a communication system for our um, Spruce, and we always love like sharing like the reviews and like the personal stories that customer shares with us. And, and it's actually a, a kind of a very strange uh, dynamic between um, a client and a nail tech. I'm sure you can attest that it's kind of like with, you know, when you're sitting with a hairstylist, you tend to tell them more than you would maybe tell somebody else. It's you, it just kind it's of a beauty bartender. Yeah. It really yeah. is. You end up like I mean, hearing so much yet. about people yeah. pour their feelings out and, and things like that. It's a pretty cool experience, but, um, you know, <clears> we've had people who've never gotten their nails done in their life because they've had allergies, um, who have come in to see us and been like so happy that they were able to finally treat themselves, um, to be able to have that experience when they never thought they would. We've had people that have had like really bad damage to their nails from acrylics. Um, we've had, you know, people that, um, yeah, just have been nervous to go into like nail salons or environments like that and come in and they just feel so accepted. And I think it's just the women is, at Spruce are totally to credit for that because they understand that it really is more about just doing nails. It's, it's a relationship you form with someone and it, it's, it really is a, a different element when you, you know, you're not on your phone, you're like giving your hands to someone and you're just sitting like a foot apart looking at each other and it mm -hmm. becomes like this really different kind of relationship and dynamic and you get to learn so much about people. And I think the girls at Spruce really, um, don't take, uh, you, they really take that seriously, yeah. which I think is really neat. Well, you're giving a gift, you know, um, people like myself, I don't always have that much, you know, disposable income. And it's really important for me to have my nails done just because it, you feel, um, cleaned up, you feel just put more put together. Um, and especially when you, you guys are so capable at doing this fun nail art. So mm -hmm. it's an, it's an even bigger extension of ex self-expression, mm -hmm. you know? And so it, what I love so much is how you've taken, you know, you've, you've stayed true to your passion of art and you have found so many different ways of expressing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now you've turned that into a business and now you've turned it into a way to share with people. And so I just, I challenge everyone listening right now that it's not just a one job kind of industry that you're in, whether you're a writer, you don't just have to write a novel, you can write a blog, you can, you know, find so many creative ways to express yourself and mm -hmm. your passion. And I think you are definitely walking proof of that, you know, yeah. like I think there's such a, um, especially with art. And I think, you know, and so, and so much, I think we tend to get like, um, fixated on one avenue that we have to take it. And I think for me, I was that way for a long time with teaching art. It's like, well, that was what I said, this is what I have to do. Or it's either, you know, with art, you become like a teacher, graphic designer, a, you know, a painter. And it's yeah. like, there's so many different avenues to take art that I wish I had thought about earlier, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I don't think I would have had, a, I don't think Spruce would be what it is today if I had done it right away. Obviously, I mm -hmm. think I, I'm glad I failed at a couple of things I tried before Spruce, but 
Um, like so many of the most talented artists I know are, I mean, tattoo artists and, you know, it's just, there's so many different ways to take it that I think kind of broadening our, um, outlook on it is always beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Taking stock of your gifts and, and how you can, yeah, adapt and and continue to do, still continue to do what you want to do. Um, and yeah, it's just a good example that everything counts. Yeah. And it doesn't stop. Yeah. yeah. Keep going and, and opportunities still continue to present themselves, which is what you're still doing as you keep leveling up your business. Yeah. And we've got some like, and I think for me, I don't think we'll ever be just like doing one thing. I We've yeah. got some like really, really cool stuff that we're going to be doing actually at the end of this month and some different plans. And I know our staff is super stoked about it and they are so great that they kind of are, you know, along for this ride and <laughs> they're, they're very adaptable and excited for change. So I think that makes my yeah. job even more fun. What is like the five year goal for Spruce? So, what do you, or, or what is, what's either a long term or a short term goal for Spruce? Um, so we, are going to be making some changes um, coming up in the next like month that we're going to be announcing. Um, so that will be really big. Um, and I know we get asked a lot if we're going to do different locations. And for a five-year goal, that's definitely yeah. ours. Um, I think the thing I like about what we do is when we expand and grow, it's not necessarily in the way people think, like with the mobile and stuff like that. So yeah. I think there's going to be like some unexpected um, announcements we make, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're, in the next five years, we've got like a lot of fun things happening. Yeah. I mean, I hope you guys start opening new locations <laughs> because Patrick, the struggle is real. Yeah. You have Lisa's to plan, staring at my soul right yeah, now. You have to plan like a month in advance or more to get in. R- Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to go someplace else to get my nails done just because I wanted to get them done. <laughs> but I couldn't get into Spruce. It's such an elite club. Oh, wow. But that's the best and it's awesome. And I, you know, I have never been like, rasa, rasa, rasa. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for you guys. I'm I think like that is so amazing. Right now, <laughs> I know. Like, oh. So uh, a lot of people listening are a little hesitant to embark on their journey and you are in the thick of growing your business, but you're also living proof that you can do it. Uh, so especially for women, uh, because it's always less prevalent to have a woman owned business, even though it's growing in this world, which is great. What advice would you have for, um, anyone, particularly women, uh, trying to get going and how would you give them some advice if they were sitting here right now? Yeah. So I think, um, my biggest advice would be obviously just to go for it. And if you have an idea and you've done the research and you put in the work, um, to go for it and do it. I think there's several different ways that I could have done spruce. Even if like, I know it's a scary thing to cash out all your pension, your savings, your 401k, everything and to go for it in that way. And I think that was the way I chose to do it. I think I could have also started spruce very small, like just me, doing nails and working my way up into getting spruce to what it is now. So I think there's not just one way it has to be done. And I think so many times we put that, um, that pressure on ourselves that it has to be all like only one specific, um, path we take. So I think there's definitely different ways that you can go about doing it. Um, and I think another thing I've learned like this year also is that like you have to have, um, like side hobbies and side passions that keep, 
giving you new um, creative outlets and yeah. new ideas. Go. And I think that's something the first two years of Spruce that I didn't do that I really um, found myself getting into ruts with. And mm-hmm. I think me stepping back and um, I started painting murals again and do com- commissioning um, artwork. And I think um, that kind of stuff re-inspired me and um, brought my love for art back. And I think that's what helps me um, consistently to like come up with new ideas is to make sure that myself, I'm still making sure that I'm like growing in that way also. Yeah. You're still fueling your craft. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. In different ways. And that's you, really cool. um, you've also touched on how grant writing was an important thing too, that grants can help yeah. get you going. I think um, grant writing has honestly been like the lifeblood for Spruce and like why we um, were able to grow and do what we've done. And yeah. I think, um, there is no downside to like applying for every grant that you can. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of writing. And I've had a lot of great um, business mentors that have helped me and encouraged me to apply for grants where I thought like we would never win them. And we did. And it really, that's why we can do the mobile. And that's why um, we could add on in the back. And that's uh, why we're going to be doing new growth that we have is through um, these grants that we've written. And, you know, it's, it's not a loan. You don't pay it back. It's That's not awesome. an investor. You're not tied to somebody. It's just um, someone that believes in what you're doing enough to like give you that money to yeah, see you succeed. Awesome. That's awesome. So where are you located both in real life and on the interwebs? So in real life, we are at um, 13th and Vine. So we're 1235 Vine Street and over the Rhine. And um, you can also find us on the web, which is www.sprucenailshop.com. And... That is always the first place I recommend people to go because we have a list of all of our services, um, our mobile information, and you can also book online with Spruce through that, which is really great. Um, And then also I always encourage people to stalk our Instagram a little bit. It's just um, at Spruce Nail Shop. And that's a great way to kind of figure out like what kind of nail art you want to do. If you want to do it, we still do people who don't get any polish. So I feel like (laughs) sometimes people feel pressured to do nail art and it doesn't have to be that way. (laughs) but, But yeah. Um, and we had lost this before, but uh, what is a go-to mantra or quote that really helps inspire you or get you going, especially through a rough patch or gets you just excited and pumped? So um, the ones we use for spruce that really helps us is um, we always say when we, you know better, you do better. And that has um, really helped spruce to constantly evolve and to change because in this um, beauty industry, we're constantly learning about things that have been done in the past that... Um, you know, we learn what these chemicals and side effects have done. And so as, um, we can come up with new formulas and stuff, we're always adapting. And so, um, that's one that we use for Spruce a lot. And then I guess, um, in my personal life and sometimes at work, I always say, um, you can't rationalize with irrational. And I have to tell myself (laughs) that a lot because it, I think it helps me to take emotion out of, um, situations and kind of step back and realize where people's, um, maybe anger or, emotions or sadness are coming from is not necessarily where the situation is at it It helps let you and other people off the hook yeah it does because it's it's okay for someone to be upset um and sometimes we can't be the ones that fix it and we're not the ones that cause it and i think that in my personal life as well it's like someone you know can be upset there is so many different instances throughout the day that can make someone um you know, their breaking point can be just happen to be that moment where you have to deliver the bad news, like that we can't have, we don't have an appointment open or something like yeah. that. So it's really 
helped me to understand that um, somebody's anger or being upset is not necessarily something that we have the control to fix all the time. I mean, empathy is just something we always need to keep practicing, and yeah. I love that that's, that's your way in and, yeah. and taking the personal feelings out of it. And I think that's something our staff has um, become really great at is um, understanding people's frustration and where it comes from yeah. and um, not having to fix it but to understand where they're coming from and to come – to be at that same level is like I get that this is this sucks. This is not yeah. what you want to hear. Like yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. And I think people just feeling that someone is listening to them and hearing them and understanding um, really tends to have a very different um, outcome than it helps others. turn a day yeah. around. It really it does. really mm-hmm. does when and people I, feel like they're heard and seen. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, that's so many times like what people want is like be like I didn't get what I want, but they listened to me. They understood me and. So I feel better. Yeah. And sometimes just letting people get stuff out, um, I've realized, makes all the difference. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. One last question. How did you come up with the name Spruce? Um, that is actually my friend in Chicago. Her name's Jackie, and she'll be really happy that she got a shout-out for this. <laughs> <Hi> she, <Jackie. laughs> she came up with the name because I was visiting all my girlfriends in Chicago. I was telling them about my idea, and I had no idea what the name was going to be. Um, but I wanted it to be, uh, something with an uplifting, like, sound to it, um, Mm -hmm. and, but I wanted it not to be the cheesy type of, like, eco nails or green, you know, like, I wanted it to sound not like a nail salon at all. Yeah. And so she's like, well, you're just gotta, like, what about, like, sprucing it up or something, and just kind of, like, threw that out there, and then we were like, well, let's just cut that down and just say spruce. And so the more we like kept saying it, I was like, I kind of love it because yeah. it brings in that earthy element, but also it really is about like, you know, not to be too cheesy, but like it's sprucing ourselves up. You just like, it's uplifting. You're feeling better, you know, and I just love the way it sounded. That's awesome. So she I gets full too, credit yeah. for it. That's great. <laughs> I That's told her, awesome. I told her she gets free manis and petties for life, but she doesn't live here. So yeah. she still has to come down. <laughs> Well, awesome. awesome. Well, it's been such a joy to get to meet you and to, to learn more about your business. Yeah, thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah, this Molly, fun. this is great. We're so happy to have you in here and put you towards our second season. Woo! Nice. Congrats, guys. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, yeah. All right, yeah. fam. Well, we're signing off. Molly, say bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Speak it to yourselves.